Hey everybody, this is Jeremiah Craig. Welcome to another episode of Boots and Ballads. Today we are talking folk music because it is Folk Music Friday, and I'm going to be talking about the characteristics of folk ballads and what makes something a folk ballad and how you can distinguish them among other types of songs. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Remember that you can also call me at any time and leave a message at the number 253-254-5898, and I can include those messages on future videos and podcasts. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, my name is Jeremiah Craig and I am a singer, songwriter, and balladeer based in Boston, Massachusetts. I love writing and performing folk ballads. And today, I wanted to go through some characteristics of traditional folk ballads. Let's start with number one. Let's jump right into it. First and foremost, a ballad has to tell a story. That's really the whole point of a folk ballad is to tell a story of some sort. So that leaves the format the actual poem, the actual lyrics of a ballad in a relatively simple and adhering to very few rules. But there are some consistencies that we can find in folk ballads. And here I have America's Favorite Ballads, performed by Pete Seeger. This is a classic book. I definitely recommend you pick this up if you are interested in ballads at all. And we can just open up to pretty much any page here, and we can see that mainly ballads are verses of four lines. And within those four-line verses, you have a pretty easy rhyme scheme. Like, it's not strict. You can go A, B, A, B. You can go A, B, C, B. Um, as a rhyme scheme, it's really up to you. The main point is the story itself. But there are two different ways to tell a story. You can tell the story in all verses, or you can tell the story in a verse and a chorus. So really, it's four lines in each verse, and then the chorus is usually four lines as well. So let's start out with a ballad with a chorus. This is the Ballad of Jesse James, classic traditional folk ballad, four lines in each verse and also a four-line chorus as well. And you can hear the story in this, and it's mainly wrapped up in the chorus, but you get different scenes in the verses, which is a great way to tell a story too. So here is The Ballad of Jesse James. Jesse was a lad who killed a many a man. He robbed the Glendale train. Yes, he stole from the rich and he gave to the poor. He'd a hand and a heart and a brain. Now here's the chorus. Yes, Jesse had a wife to mourn for his life. Three children and they were brave. But that dirty little cow shot down Mr. Howard has laid poor Jesse in his grave. Now the people held their breath when they heard of Jesse's death and they wondered how he ever came to fall. Robert Ford, it was a fact, shot Jesse in the back as Jesse hung a picture on the wall. 
course more verses with the chorus in between each verse but you get the point so that is an example of a folk ballad with verses and a chorus all right so next up we're going to take a look at a ballad without a chorus this is darlin Corey, and again here we have verses of four lines each but the verses just keep going there is no real repetition or refrain that you could call a chorus. However, the repetition in Darlin' Corey's name comes up in every verse. So, I mean, that's why the name of the song is Darlin' Corey. So there are different ways to bring about repetition or a motif in a song without a chorus that helps the story progress. And that is what a ballad is all about. Whether you use a chorus or some other type of refrain as a motif to come back to, it has to serve the story. Just like it would in a book or in a television show, a ballad is all about the story. So here is part of Darlin' Corey. Wake up, wake up, wake up, the darling Corey. What makes you sleep so sour? Those revenue officers are coming. They're gonna tear your still house down. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, darling Corey. Quit hanging around my bed. Bad liquor has ruined my body. And pretty women have gone to my head. about half of Darlin' Corey, and of course it goes on to climax at the end or have an unexpected ending as a story would. I mean, you'd want there to be some theme or some ending that's surprising. Uh, Darlin' Corey dies at the end. Sorry for spoiling that for you, but it is probably a hundred-year-old song, so... I feel like the spoiler has, <laughs> has 
pretty much become irrelevant at this point in the song's life. Um, and plus, a lot of folk ballads have people who die in them because that's a common story. Uh, stories need to be told and people die and those stories are passed on through folk ballads. Really, that's the whole point of folk ballads in the traditional sense is to carry on stories and pass them along from generation to generation because not everybody could read and write early on in human history. So we did that history through music and the ballad is part of that history. That's why it's such a simple form and pretty much can allow for you to take it in any direction that you want. But for the most part, they are verses of four lines and you can do them with choruses or without. It's very free and that's why I like ballads so much because you have a lot of room to work in them to tell the story that you want. Let me know what you think of traditional folk ballads and uh, I hope you enjoyed this video. If you want me to do more videos like this about folk ballads and stuff, definitely let me know about that down in the comments as well. Thank you so much for watching today. If you want to hear more of my music, head on over to Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play Music, Amazon Music. Stick around here on my YouTube. I'm doing stuff all the time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Boots and Ballads. I hope you enjoyed it. And remember, you can always hear more at Jeremiah Craig. Don't forget that you can always reach out to me at 253-254-5898. Leave a message, and I can answer those messages on future videos and podcasts. Have a great day, everybody.